Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, joined today by Stuart Cherry, who heads up Oliver James across the US. Is it New York? I mean, um, there's, there's, a, there's a, it's a big business, a huge brand that we're excited to you know, work and partner with um, you know, from our side. But it'd be good for you to, to introduce yourself, Stuart. Yeah, thanks, Elliot. Thanks for having me, and obviously, congrats on this uh, latest venture of yours. Um, it's uh, it's good to see people showing some initiative and during COVID. Uh, yeah, I've been with Oliver James for nine years and uh, five months. Sorry, five years to the day um, yesterday that we we moved out and set up the U.S. operation here. So, headquarters in New York. Um, we but we cover North America. Um, market in general so across the states but primarily focused in sort of the east coast and sort of the south of the country it's our yeah. main areas of expertise fantastic um so tell me Stuart, how have you found the last yeah this year i suppose i'll just keep saying every time i do one it's just like the last four months the last five months it just seems mm. to be uh, ongoing how have you guys managed how have you managed and you know kind of what's what's been happening it's been an absolute dream hasn't it you know to, to have this sort of experience um you know, if 2008 wasn't tough enough and the downturn in oil and gas in 2014, like you might as well throw in uh, a, a global pandemic as well. So, you know, why not? You need to test yourself with these things. I think, honestly, it's, it's strange to say the last day of, of Q3 that we're sitting here talking. Um, I think it's been a really... I think it's been a really exciting challenge to go through something like this. And I'm, I don't mean that in a facetious way. I think it's been... It's brought its own challenges invariably, and everybody has struggled, and everyone has suffered in certain ways, um, and we're no, no different to that. Um, but I think, from experience that I, you know, I've been in the recruitment industry about eleven years now, and the experience that I've had when you are faced with these things, you, you can't have too much self pity. You can't have um, there's no point being negative about these things. It is what it is. You can't control it, and all you can control is your own area. Um, yeah. And that's what we've really sought to do. So, you know, thankfully, we're, I'm sitting here talking to you, as I say, the last day of September, and we're we're in a, a strong position. But it's certainly not come without you know without some some tears and some stresses along the way. Yeah, definitely. And what, what I'm interested to know is, right, in your position, you've got all this responsibility. Um, you know, a, a huge, you know, a huge weight on your shoulders, you know, to not only run everything, obviously what you're doing, but all the people that work and kind of rely and look up to you in the business, you know, how does that, you know, how do you manage that yourself? You know, is there something that you've taught, you know, you've taught that, are you, you know, someone in your position in another business, you know, what would you advise them? Really good question. And I've watched you know, numerous of your, your podcasts and the most recent ones with James Osborne and with Rob um, and Harrington Starr, who's also out here you know, in, in the US. I think when you were put into these situations, you learn yeah. so much more about yourself and what it is like to be a leader or you know, a director or whatever your job title is. But you are, you are in this capacity. Obviously, we've got uh, British, we've got Americans, we've got Australians, we've got people from different nationalities in our business. But the majority of them who can't go home, you know, that they're here for now. Therefore, your role of being just, say, their director or their manager, it changes because you also then have to, you know, you're, you're, it sounds a bit twee when you say this, but you're also becoming part of your family. Yeah. And you're there to help them personally with the, the struggles and challenges that people have faced and um, lockdown 
you know, we're back in the office now, um, sort of, you know, uh, two, three days a week at the moment in, in our new office in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, and that's been great, I think, for people's own mental um, well-being, because working at home for five, six months on your own, uh, many people maybe live in an apartment by themselves. Yeah. That brings its own challenges, especially sales professionals who like to be around people, who are outgoing, who are engaging, who are affable, who, who like to be around uh, and like to have company. I think that's been a huge challenge. Um, and I think for, for me personally, but also for Oliver James and the business, the development of that sort of leadership and management community um, has probably been one of, if not the biggest successes that, that we can take from this whole messy affair that we've all had yeah, to endure, you know, since, yeah. since March, you know, if you're in Asia, you know, uh, December, November time of last year. So yeah, look, it's, it's not coming about its challenges, but I think we've hopefully learned a lot from it um, yeah. and obviously learning a lot from mistakes and, and still, still looking to learn some more before this is all over. No, no, I think a lot of businesses and, you know, I haven't spoken to many business owners have really kind of learned a lot about, you, you touched on it, you know, they've built a very strong personal bond with their staff and the business a lot more than they probably ever would have, yep. um, which I think is extremely important. And a lot of people say, you know, don't get too close to your staff. Don't get too personal. Don't, but I think that's nonsense. You know, you kind of need to, especially in these circumstances, you know, and these people are the ones that are helping you with, you know, being the business position that you're in now. Um, but at the well, same people time, know people, know. You, you people know, like if you're being genuine or not, yeah. are you putting your arm around the shoulder? Because we're a business and everyone understands that. And I, I don't think you need to explain that to people, but you can still be genuine, yeah. you know, with, with, with caring about how someone is and, and helping them through difficult times, you know, trying to be there as a support network. You know, when you know, we've had people who've been ill, we've had people who've been homesick, we've had people who have you know, had challenging situations with family and so on. And, you know, you, you've got to put, you know, everything else to the side at times and rally around those individuals. Um, because collectively, we're all, we're all go through challenges, we're all go through difficult stages at this point. Um, and uh, yeah, so I think it, it's been a real positive from it, you know, and again, I, I don't want to sound, you know, I'm sure you've heard this message time and time again, the 14, 15 shows you've done already, oh, yeah, but <laughs> that for me is what I've, I've, I've seen is probably one of the biggest, biggest um, positives. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, look, I mean, I'm loving seeing the, the, the industry kind of keep pushing on and especially with you guys, you know, you've still got, you know, aspirations to keep going and, mm. I, I, you know, from, from an outside perspective, it doesn't seem yeah. like, which is good and a compliment, it doesn't seem like you guys have been, you know, affected as much as such, you know, which is fantastic, which has allowed you to kind of be in a position that you're in now. Um, yeah. what's, what's the plans, you know, where, where do you see yourself going with, with the business, you know, for the, I suppose, for the foreseeable? No, again, uh, it's really interesting. Um, just to add like, a, a bit of context to it, you know, we talk about Oliver James in, in the US. We've been here on the ground for five years. So yeah. September 29th, 2015, we moved out here. We were working in the US market for about seven, eight months while we were in Manchester prior to that. Yeah. But you know, it was myself and, and two others, you know, two other sort of consultant level people that um, were first on the ground. And I think you've sort of, your conversation with, with Rob American Star, who's first out, um, you know, that brought its own, you know, obviously appeal and challenge. But we've grown now to I think we're forty-two people in in the U.S. office, um, and we've actually grown throughout COVID. Um, you know, we've added um, your numbers to our desk, we've added quality people to our desks, um, which has been really really pleasing. 
again, the reality is, and again, it's not a, a marketing exercise for the business here, but we will be close to say 50 people by the end of Q1. Um, but over the next seven, eight years, why, why should we not be aiming to get to, you know, three, four, 500 people? Yeah. Uh, if you take Oliver James as a business set up with two people in 2002 and now we're 450, um, the U.S. is a bit of a microcosm for that. I think the yeah. explosive growth that we can have here will enable us to do that. So, again, we're, we're wanting to get through 2020 in a strong position and finish strongly. Um, and we've got, we're, we're making the hires thanks to yourselves, of course, as well, which has been great. So thanks for your support on that. Um, but to driving through to, to 2021 and 2022. So we're in a, again, I know it's easy to say this, but we're in a really strong position. And I think for any recruiter out there that is wanting to join a business that is growing, that is expanding, that is hopefully trying to create some form of normality being back at a, a new office you know, in Rockefeller Center, I, I hopefully feel that we, we are doing that and we're providing that, um, which has been really exciting. I'll be honest with you, it's been really, really exciting. Just want to rewind a little bit. How long, so how long has it been since you started in recruitment? How long have you been in the game for? Um, 2008. So if you rewind back to that, to the mm. point of, you know, now what, 12 years or so later, you're yeah. now, you know, heading up the US office, uh, you know, mm. gone from three of you to 42 people. Yeah. That's just unbelievable, right? And just something to be extremely proud of. And when I see that, it's just phenomenal. And there's a lot of recruiters and a lot of people out there that, want to see the light at the end of the tunnel and see something like that that they can achieve mm. is there anything that you can uh, you know say to anyone that's kind of got you to where you are now and what you've done in particular or not to i suppose keep fighting to be in this position it's perfectly honest i think that's the word you know when i was a page it blew my mind when i joined my page there were people there who were just so switched on so early and i was very green very naive you know, commercially, um, entrepreneurially even. Um, and it's a really good education, you know, to have that experience and yeah. you know, to get beaten up a few times and to come out with probably more, you know, war stories and success stories. But it's getting, surrounding yourself with the right people and leadership that, that believe in you and that will give you an opportunity to succeed. Yeah. And again, I think that's one thing that, Anybody that's walked through the door at Oliver James, whether they're still with a business or that they've, you know, they've walked out of the door, um, I think we'll always say about that about Oliver and, and Ollie and Jimmy, as we would know them as, you know, as two individuals who just, they just really want to see you succeed. Yeah. And I feel that you can have all the ability in the world, I think you can have all the work ethic in the world, I think you can have the ambition and drive. But if you if you don't have the right people ahead of you pushing you and, and pulling you and, and trying to and genuinely want to see you succeed. Yeah. It, you're always going to be fighting an uphill battle. And I think a lot of it is there's some phenomenal, phenomenal recruiters that I've come across in my time um, and in various WhatsApp groups, speak to various you know, peers and people more experienced than I, and they're just phenomenal, like phenomenal business men and women. Um, but it's about being in the right place at the right time with the right people. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm sure you hear that more than anything. You're a business owner yourself. You set up your company, what, eight years ago? Yeah. You know, and, and, and you seize that opportunity. 
Yeah. I think that's just what it is. It's, it's putting yourself through your work and through your results in the right place. And then when the opportunity comes along, you do everything in your power to hold on to it and do everything in your power to make it successful. Yeah, you've got to learn the hard way. You've got to put the pieces together. You've got to be around the right people. Um, you know, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in without, you know, someone I work closely with as a business partner who's supported, you know, me um, to be able to get to where I am, same as yourself. And I think ultimately, whether you run a business or not, you're still running your own kind of business in a sense. And that's, you know, I mean, yeah, what you've achieved is something I don't see very often, which is fantastic. Um, but, you know, kind of moving forward now, uh, back to today, um, yeah. from the people listening into this and, um, you know, doing their research into Oliver James as a company, you know, what would you want to see from you know, those recruiters joining your, you know, mission, I suppose, to get to 50, you know, and to 100 plus, you know, you know, at some point in the future? I mean, if you look at us as a, as, as a business, you know, with our, our global offices, um, every single office that we've, you know, got leaders in, they, are, they have all come through the ranks. Yeah. Um, they've all come through as consultants, and that's from our ages, our offices in Asia, the UK, Europe, and then obviously the States, except for my colleague Tom, who, who run the operations here. You know, we've all come through the business, and therefore the opportunities to do that as a consultant here are, are there. People yeah. ask me you know, those questions in interviews a lot of the time, or when I deal with yourself, or uh, dare I say it, some of your competitors, your finger in yours there. But when they ask me the question about the growth opportunities, Oliver James, I do try to point to the people within our organization who've done that. The guys in the UK, Ben, Rick, Gary, you know, who are all the directors in the UK, they are people who are consultants and I work with them, you know, and it's not, you know, they're just really, really damn fine people at what they do. They put the effort in, they put the work in. And for us, I think that's just us as an organization. Yeah. That's just the way it is. You know, it's a meritocracy, and I appreciate you will hear that a lot, but it truly is. You can come in and you can expand and accelerate your career very, very easily. And the growth opportunities that we've had, that I've experienced and I've benefited from, we hope to do that tenfold, you know, over, over the next sort of five to 10 years. Um, there's a point that James Osborne, I think, said in your podcast, I think it was been out recently, that one thing that he's looking for throughout this COVID and the back of COVID we're through it is that people take us as recruiters as an industry more seriously. Yeah. And I feel that in the five years that I've been in America, I have seen that change. Um, before I moved over here, people viewed, I think, recruiters, so there was a perception of recruiters, it wasn't a career, it was a job until you worked out what you wanted to do. And I, I certainly see what you to other businesses that are coming out here, British companies, Australian companies, you know, companies from Asia, as well as the US companies. I think they're showing now that, now more than ever, that this is a brilliant career for people to get into. Yeah. It's not easy, and it's an absolute pain in the backside, as you and I can attest to. Um, maybe we can do that on another podcast, but yeah, I think that's it. You know, if you're, if you, if you're motivated and driven, um, and, and but want to work hard and want to be held accountable, but want them to get responsibility yeah. and opportunity. It's I, I don't know. There's not many other industries that you can you can have the the the, the, the earning potential or the career progression or the opportunities to travel and live abroad as you do in recruitment. Oh, it's crazy, and especially since I've been I've been doing the mark for a couple of years, and the earning potential and what I've seen is you know, is, is amazing. And a lot of people have called me candidate wise and said, look, I want to, I want to be in recruitment. The first question, obviously I'd ask is why, 
you know, why do you want to be in it for? You know, and I used to five years ago get people calling me saying that because, oh, a friend of mine mentioned it, you know, it's just a job. So you're completely right in what you've said, you know, um, US, UK, it's completely changed to the point where it is a career. There's a lot of money to be made. And trust me, I've seen it firsthand. I'm sure you have as well. I've seen yeah. people earn fortunes in this market, whether they even have just been in it for a year or two or, or 10 years. You know, I've seen people who've been in recruitment for a year and a half earn more than people that have been in it for 10 years, depending mm -hmm. on their kind of ambitions and wants. Yeah, yeah. It's there for the taking. You know, you've just got to be, you just got to want it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's, it's for self-starters. It's for fast learners. It's for people who are tenacious and um, you know, persistent in, in things that they do. And it's, you know, it's, it's a phenomenal place. We've got some like, a big goal for us. And I'm sure you'll, you'll hear this a lot when you speak to British or international recruitment firms that are in the U.S. is that we want to see the U.S. candidates, you know, our U.S. consultants come yeah. through. And that's such a major drive and it's such a, a huge joy for us to see you know, the Americans that we've hired, we've nurtured, we've developed, be successful. Like it genuinely is such a buzz because it's a different, it is a different mindset. It is a different um, way of working at times um, in terms of the various markets. But that's been a, a huge uh, positive for us. And to see that happen and to see those people progress, stay in the business, develop in the business, um, I think it's been one of my major I don't know, one of the, the things I take most pride in, I suppose, for, for one of a better phrase. Uh, pride in them, obviously. Good. Good. Last kind of final Last kind of final thoughts. Um, um, if you could change, you or, could learn change or learn anything particular for yourself, for yourself, to help you develop, what would you develop? If I could change or learn? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it's really, really good to hear how other people have done things. Um, and the trials and tribulations that they've had to endure along the way. So things like such as this, this platform that you're creating, speaking to, to people in the industry, I think it's phenomenal. And um, obviously you're reading, listening to various podcasts, different things about different industries. I, I personally really like listening to, um, you know, uh, about sports coaches, you know, and managers, et cetera, because they're dealing with highly energized, highly competitive, uh, highly skilled individuals. Um, in sport, and I think in sales and recruitment, we're, we're doing something very similar. You know, people who've got, you know, egos, people who've got ambitions, people who've got drive. Um, and the other thing is there's a plethora of personalities and, and driving factors. So I think to understand people better, to understand what makes people tick better, uh, and to understand as a leadership community, what we can do to, to harness that, um, and, and to nurture that, I think for me, that's going to be a, a, a big thing. I think that's something that I continually want to learn. Um, I feel that I should continue to learn, obviously, but it's definitely a, a major, a major um, project for me to understand and improve in that area. Fine, fine. It's good to know. Good to know. Have you seen the, um, the um, program on that about, about the uh, coaches? coaches? Oh, which one's that? So there's but a new thing on Netflix, Netflix. it's got four episodes. episodes. Jose Marino, the guy that ran up managers the LA Clippers, the team's on it. Oh, very good, right, yes, we'll check that out. And there's three other people, and out there leading, how they've got the big championship, absolutely amazing. Share it out tomorrow. Yeah, I just read Phil Jackson's book on the ex-coach of the LA Lakers. Yeah. 
about sort of dealing with the personalities and individuals that he would have had to deal with, Shaq and Kobe and so on, yeah. which is fantastic. And I think it's, again, learning's a lot easier when you're reviewing something you've been interested in. Yeah, but if you can take bits from all the sort of stuff that you've mentioned, then that's, that's kind of what you want to hear in the Mm. And obviously, you use what you're trying. Yeah, very, very much so. Very much so. And it's great as well. I think one of the big things I think I would suggest to anybody, and it's something I, I wish I'd probably done sooner, um, is um, is getting feedback. Yeah. Getting that 360 feedback as quickly as you can because yeah. you need to understand what you're doing right. Yeah. But more importantly, you need to understand where you need to improve. And I think, yeah. again, coming in recruitment, when you're dealing with egos, a lot of people don't necessarily, they're, they're not always that open to hear the bad things about how they've done. Yeah. Exactly. But no, look, honest, Stuart, absolute pleasure speaking with you. Um, I know you're extremely busy. I really appreciate your time on this. It's been really interesting to get okay. to Stephanie, first of all, and kind of virtually meet you as well. And when I'm next in, in, in New York, which uh, hopefully is soon enough, then yeah, uh, maybe or whenever this yeah, is. Yeah, definitely. Good to come meet up with you guys. And yeah, 100%. Um, anyone listening to this wants to reach out to you guys I'll be tagging you into it across all the social media platforms so they can go to you directly reach out with any questions yeah. we, we, we love it I mean, we're, we're interviewing extensively at the minute so we've moved into this brand new office uh, we've got some pictures up online in Rockefeller Centre it's awesome it's really really great it's a really brilliant facility we're delighted to be here um, and the thing is we, you know, we're, we're hiring we're we're, we're scaling well and we're performing and getting good results so you know if people are interested in that and want to have a conversation very least happy to do so be it directly or via your your fine selves um, okay. sounds good to me Stuart have a good good rest of the day and uh, we'll definitely speak soon uh, good to speak to you thanks very much see you soon thank you